Welcome to the Dumb Dominoes Podcast. As always, I'm Chase. Josh. Zach. And today we're going to review The Rings of Power, Episode 4. It was crap. <laughs> oh, man! Bring your pillow. Bring your... You don't even need to bring your... Uh, what, like, ambience? Or, like, you don't need any, like, tea for this. This will put oh. you straight to sleep. It's a snoozer. Nothing happened. I mean, literally, like, I mean, it tried to pretend something happened, but pretty much all that happened was there was a vision of the upcoming flood. We're, we're just going to jump right into it. Screw it. We're not going to fall into Like Noah's Ark? Yeah, pretty much they showed off visions of the flood. They touched the Palantir. We saw a introduction of a new character. We don't know who he is. He's an elf with the orcs working with them. And they call him Father. And that that's about it. We just it. had a semi-heroic scene of <clears throat> the elf being let go and then saving his, quote, son. Yeah. Pulling him out to the field where the orcs had one of the stupidest displays I've ever seen. These people are out in a field and all of these orcs have bows and arrows. <laughs> They're only like 50 yards away just looking at them. They could have easily shot at them from there. Oh, and then they they tried. They must have known how ridiculous that was, and they tried to make up for it with like two arrows halfway entering the screen. Yeah, when they're running off out of nowhere, it's ridiculous. This has got to be one of the worst episodes I've ever seen. And and it's such a shame because, like I said many times before, it looks amazing. Like be- like the beauty the of the shots. shots and- the shots didn't stop. Like they're, they're still good. It but. looks beautiful, man, and it's such a shame because it just the writing and the story completely crapped the bed. The best part about this show is the dwarf and Elrond. That's the only thing that's worthwhile. I do like Lady Galadriel, but she's so held back. I I like the actor. I do not like how she's written. You want me to say it? That's my problem. She's so poorly written. Go ahead and say what you told us three times. You want me to say it? Galadriel is powerful enough with her magic to throw Sauron, banish him (laughs) into Mount Doom. She threw him over a mountain. (laughs) Sauron. Yeah, but she only has a sword here. And in this show, Actually, in this episode... she didn't episode, even have a sword at this She scene. was locked in a cage, and she got out, and she pushed. I'm talking Oklahoma drill and football. She pushed, with her two hands, three knights. Three Numenorean uh, Numen- guards. Trained Numenorean guards. She, with her hands, pushed them like a football drill into the cell. And locked them in. And escaped, pretty much. It was ridiculous. And uh, let's see. So we had that scene. Why? Then, why is she just? Why is she being humanized, Josh? Why is she a foot soldier? She's basically a Mayan god. Uh, she's what do you call her? Uh, she's a elf, or she's an elf witch of terrible power, is what Gimli said in, in the Lord of the Rings movies. And, she's uh, not a foot soldier. She is she is a powerful being. Like she's a powerful elf. I get they wanted the showdown of Galadriel. Galadriel as they do it on the show every time. I, I they have this little weird voice over every, instead of him saying Galadriel, they go Galadriel. It's like, good lord, like I can hear that you're doing the voiceover. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's such a shame. Yeah. 
how about the fact that oh well it's actually <laughs> it's actually depressing oh we did get one other major thing kind of the, the queen regent's father the mithril oh, mithril. Yeah. mithril mithril well we saw that queen regent's father is santa claus yeah and he's just he's just sleeping in the bed at the He's in the top of the tower locked away this time. You know, that could have been a good reveal of something, and it just they just flopped like a... You know, they actually played that in. Like, she walked up in the last episode. That's how it ended, was her walking up to the top of the tower. Mm-hmm. So they teased that that was going to be important. It's just an old man laying in the bed. The only thing important in that tower... Palantir. It's not the king, it's the Palantir. Which, Which is actually important. Yeah. But it was playing second fiddle. Like, why didn't you hype that up? Yeah. They, could, they this, could have easily been artifact, like, they yeah. shouldn't have showed any visions until she touched the Palantir. I'd like, to, let me turn it this way. How about the kid just sticking the Morgul blade into his wrist? Like, he just sticks it in yeah. his arm. Well, I don't like the fact He doesn't that, even know what it is. Yeah, and, and it basically that sword, that Morgul blade... Is it? Formed. It, yeah, it's retractable. Like a lightsaber, you turn it on with the blood of your arm, and then well, we don't know fighting, if that's in the books off. or not. We don't even know if that is a Morgul blade. I'm not We're even just assuming. I, I'm assuming it is, but well, no matter what it is, I that didn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. It just goes into his arm. The kid doesn't even know what it is. You know what I don't like about this show? And then the it, Sauron supporter finds him. Oh, you tried to use the Morgul blade too, huh? <laughs> Save your strength for when the Dark Lord comes back. And the kid's like, what are you talking about? Well, that, 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 character, <laughs> that character is the reason I have a problem with like the show. Kind, because Witcher. it's like, we're going to establish something, and then we're going to shoehorn in a character that automatically kind of knows what it's about, or can give you detail on it, and then it's going to go ahead and, you know, But we never get anything. any detail on it. Well, they never explain what that, that sword dagger is. And then how about the fact that for these entire two episodes or whatever that Galadriel's been on Numenor, she's hated this queen regent, and then when she breaks into the king's tower, Galadriel, the queen regent is there, and out of nowhere, 180s, and says, help me. Help me. I knew you'd be up here. Yeah, and by the end of the episode, she's personally escorting her back to Middle-earth. This is like multiple times now within a 30-minute time frame. We've established complete content between two characters. And then by the end of the episode, they're allies, friends. Mm-hmm. That's not how you do that. No. What do you think? I think it's a waste of time. We got this no, whole thing. We got like, no hobbits. They, they're, they're not friends. Heartless. And then she's mad at her, right? Uh, the Queen Regent's mad at Galadria, and then all of a sudden, just because they talked for two minutes or less, and they've known They're each other for what a couple, like a week, maybe, and then now she wants to go to war with her. And they use the Palantir as just like a, a like a, a bonding. bonding thing between them. Like, <sighs> okay. Remember how she was saying like that the get Queen Regent was like. Here. Remember how the Queen Regent was like, oh. uh the people of um, Numenor aren't going to go to war for you, you know? So like, what's happening even now? Even if I want to, they won't because they're, they're, they, yeah. they don't... Well, yeah, I don't want to say stubborn because that's more of a dwarven thing, but they think they're above that or they think it's yeah. not the right decision to make. 
And um, by the end of the episode, and by the end of the episode, they're sending a, a force. Yeah, everyone's well, volunteering to go. Here, and here's fight. the thing: I thought that Numenor fell because they're arrogant. They, they they were arrogant, and they they said they were better than God, basically. Well, so the great Mayas had Numenor so, swallowed by so the sea. So how does that work if the tree is losing all those leaves? Because remember, they sent her off before they joined forces. They sent Galadriel off, and then the white tree started. You know, so all of it. So they were like, "Come back, please! Our tree's losing its leaves." I have a question, Your Honor. Uh, yes. Okay. You we may speak. Yes, sir. <laughs> so <laughs> we just follow me on this. You're gonna have to follow me. Take you on a a journey, Hobbit's Tale. <laughs> Listen, they had the guy out in the courtyard. Making a big scene about elves, saying they don't age; they're gonna take it from yeah, you. We hate elves. And then we talk about how much they hate elves. So the queen regent is in there and saying, "Everyone can rejoice. We are sending Galadriel away." Yeah. But in two seconds later, she says, "We are sending our precious ships and sons of men with her." With her, there was not one ounce. Of protest. <laughs> that got a king revolted on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By helping elves. Mm-hmm. She just sent She's their a- resources to help an elf, and there was not one objection. And it's not like Galadriel had done anything to help Numenor or any of its people. She literally she got Showed thrown up in jail. And threw she accusations. Ca- yeah, she caused a ruckus. She broke into the king's throne or king's like little hut or library his, uh, and, and stole documents and took documents. They the people were on were starting to form little malicious just for her being on the island. Yeah, and then in the same episode, they're going to war for her, and no objections. And the people were in the throne room, and then the people were out watching them sail. Like, yep. if you're going to do that, at least give me a Tyrion-esque speech. where he's You're going to have to do something to turn the tide. Yeah. This is for the betterment of humanity. This the, is above you and above everything that you understand. Yeah, this is for, for the betterment of the realms of men. This I should have let Stannis kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, one man. spoke up and said, Queen Regent. I'm a respected elder, and there's no way on this earth I'm sending my son to accompany an elf and possibly die. Yeah. You don't think not that for would... for a war that's not ours with an elf that we hate. Or, as much as they show the contempt, just the simple fact of, I'm not going to have my men or my ships. You could go any route you wanted. Any person could have said, well, I'm not going. I'm not sending my ships that I built mm-hmm. for an elf. Like... Because they built that. The one thing, hey, the one thing that they built mm-hmm. up, they didn't use it. Mm-mm. How about this? While we're on that story, this will tie in. How about the fact that a seal door in the budge training, in the sea training, mm-hmm. gets him and his two best friends fired? And I, once again, <laughs> I was having a broken freaking record. We walked away from that scene. We only used that scene for two minutes. And that was their entire setup for that one boy. They said, we're going to need volunteers to sail Lady Galadriel. And the boy, oh, we'll sail. (laughs) But, like, you only used 
one scene to <laughs> set that boy up. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you? Why didn't you have that boy going back and crying? And my whole life is ruined. I did everything. Why don't you have his father disown him? And why isn't he? He's just a broken man. And then we need you to sell. I'll sell. Yeah. I'll, this is a chance at redemption. Yeah, this is my yeah. redemption. A broken man's redemption. This is this is day. This is biblical <laughs> writing. You tear him down, but you tear him down that in a way that wasn't his fault. It was a steel door, and he worked so hard, and he lost everything, and now he has this random opportunity for redemption. Yeah, it's like a, the gods have placed yeah, a smile you know. upon him. But, yeah. No, no, he's a little prissy kid who gets punched in the face by a seal door and his whole life's ruined. But later that afternoon, (laughs) he has an opportunity of a lifetime show up. Do we care if he sells? No. No, No, we don't. But you know what? We (laughs) could (laughs) have. But instead of this way, I will sell. Amazing. He's got a chance. I will sell. (laughs) What a... Oh, man. There's... You know what? This show is a hot air balloon with no helium. <laughs> it's not even getting off the ground. It's it's in perfect condition. Or it's with helium and no heat. But it can't no get heat. off the ground. Yeah. It's in perfect condition, but it can't get off the ground. Why don't you swell the balloon enough for it or to deploy. rise? Yeah. It looks good, but it doesn't have any fuel to keep it going. Why don't we have... <laughs> I hate to tell you this. It's like a Lamborghini with no gas. <laughs> <laughs> you have got to have something to propel story. I, I don't know what to tell you. And wrestling is doing the same thing. We're having title matches with people that have never even taught. <laughs> you took everything from me for weeks, years. We were a tag team. You cost us the titles, and I'm going to get my revenge. <laughs> now, yeah, we want this guy to get paid off beating the heel who's been tormenting him. Man. I, I don't know who that boy was, and guess what? The audience doesn't either. They had a chance to make that boy someone because he was wronged. And it wasn't his fault. Yeah, they had a chance to make that character someone. I mean, I won't. That's the problem with every character. They have the chance to do something cool with them, and they completely oh, skip God, over. I usually do that to Josh. They they <laughs> don't do anything. I you have to make me know a character. You have to make me feel what that character's feeling. Mm-hmm. What? Because a sealed or punched him. Now I'm just like all on that character's side. It's I don't even know who he is. When I see him in the next episode. I don't even remember. Oh, that's that kid. Okay, or you might not see him for two name. episodes, like Elrond. It's you know, if it wasn't, for, hey, if we weren't Lord of the Rings fans, so you went in here blind, you wouldn't remember who Isildur is. You wouldn't remember who, um, that one elf over in the Sutherlands is. You know, the one that's rescuing that kid and yeah. his girlfriend. Or you don't know who that is. We don't know who those two Wyatt. are. Mm-hmm. He's not in the book. I don't that. remember who that one elf guy is with the orcs. Don't remember Kay. him. Do you want to go down that road of the contradiction? I want you to weigh in on this. The contradiction from that elf being such... No one showed us that he had any fighting ability. All we heard is that he was a tower watcher for... 
Oh yeah. oh yeah, for uh, watching over the Southlands, watching over those men. Yeah, but over no one, that town. no one ever showed us that this man, or elf man, whatever he's like. Mm-hmm. What's the difference in this freaking show? But <clears throat> they sh- they never showed us he could fight. And then the first time he got in trouble, he got thrown down into an orc pit. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, he is a Legolas level archer and fighter and a hero. Uh, it's 100% forced. All of this is forced uh, on you. We never established that this man is a great warrior. I guess it's supposed to be established in your head because every elf, for some reason, is an amazing fighter. It's like playing a video game, right? You're skipping over the story, you're skipping over the cutscenes, you're just seeing a lot of action, and, and it's like playing a Mass Effect game where you skip all the dialogue and you don't know what's going on. What are you just playing? That's what that's what it's like, and no, I got I got one. What is the entire story with Isildur's sister? What is her deal? She had. I a don't vision. know, but I bet somehow she's going to be a brave and powerful woman before it's over. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, what? God bless her. <laughs> why did Why did she get a vision at the, Was it her that had the vision? No, no, no look, it was the queen. Look, no, the queen had the vision, right? Yeah. But it immediately cut from her to. Is Sildor's sister. Mm-hmm. So that, and she, it showed her I, waking up. I noticed up. that too. I don't yeah. know what that was about. It was the queen, the flood yeah. coming. Yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden He's she right. wakes up and it was the sister yeah. of Sildor. So did she have that vision? I swear to God, I think that they just, that was just a cut. I, but I, I saw this, I saw, yeah. I was feeling that and then I went, what does she have to do with it? I know. I didn't notice that. That just yeah, threw I, me off. Okay. Me too. I'm so glad you brought that up. And But then there's this whole weird, like, there's this random new character who's like, he's an old man and he's running in, around in Numenor and he's like a politician saying hi and kissing babies. I don't even know and who that he, guy is. Yeah, he, has yeah, a, me he has a son that's like... A hit, nerd boy. Yeah, kind of like Tony a nerd Khan. that's hitting on uh, a Sildor's sister. That kid is literally Tony Khan. What... <laughs> What what about yeah. what about this part? Keep in mind that that'd be a powerful match. We are following like a story of you know this is supposed to be about uh, the rings of power, the creation. It's called the rings of power. Why are we not focusing on the forge? Why are we not focusing on Celebrimbor, the creator of some of the rings of power? Most of them. They're and, hitting and missing on that. And, and I'm with you. And w- we just skip over them for like an episode or two. I actually wouldn't mind a... I'm totally with you, Josh, and that's not normal. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a whole episode of the dwarves coming and just focusing on that. If you didn't a, know Lord of the Rings lore at all, you of, would have no idea who Kel Brimward is. That's a great foundation. It's a new show, right? Yeah. That's And it's called The Rings of Power. That would be a great season one foundation building episode. Mm-hmm. Just have a whole episode of... Them trying to build this forge. Yeah, yeah. and you would get Just elves and dwarves and how they're building it and the interactions, and then you'd get the, probably the tempers flaring between them. What, be what they should have done is have some... two different plot points. They have a background set of just mentioning, like scouts mentioning, yes, there's been... Uh, reports of something happening in the Southlands, of men getting killed and kidnapped. That's all we needed to hear about that. That's it. And then, what it should have been focusing on in the first four to five episodes, to be honest, is the Forge 
and the dwarves and the elves working on building the forge with Celebrimbor and, then you and Lady like, Galadria at Numenor, but write that a whole lot better, by the way, mm-hmm. but have her, only her, in Numenor and the politics going on there and showing how the people of Numenor are not going to help the elves and having Lady Galadria maybe coming back and looking <laughs> for Sauron again. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't even know... <laughs> Like, I don't want to speak on behalf of the books, because I, I may have gotten that wrong in the past. I don't. I may have gotten the Witch King and the Mouth of Sauron mixed up, because I believe one of those was from the Easterlings. One of those might actually... Obviously, the Witch King is a man. Yeah. The Mouth of Sauron could be a, either like Sauron, or it could actually be an elf. What do you mean a, I could have like gotten Sauron, that wrong like in the previous like one. I just wanted to bring that up real quick. You say Sauron or the witch, the mouth of Sauron is like a mage. A I, man I, a I mage. don't know. Like I'd have to look more. I'm not a lore expert on this. Technically, if so. we if we're going off of Lord of the Rings <clears throat> conquest, the mouth of Sauron was a mage. Yeah, I mean, I'm I have no doubt he's like magical, but well, we he don't was know like if, a Sauron or a, we a don't know if he's even, he could like, be an elf still. Elves have that kind of power. But anyway, I didn't want to talk about that. What do you um, want to talk about? I think I've la- I, I think I've <laughs> dominated the air for a little while there. I want you to... I'll let you talk about this for a minute, Chase. Okay. We don't have to talk about it long because we've already mentioned it in previous episodes. So just quickly I'll mention... I'll tell you what I think. Quickly mention the orcs and sunlight. Just real quick. I would love for someone to explain to me... Why the orcs have problems with sunlight? Because at the end of the second age, we had the Isildur's a battle of Mount Doom with the Isildur's father and the elves and men's alliance. Mm-hmm. And after that, a curse was put upon dark magic orcs, trolls, yeah, by uh, Gandalf, Sauron, Galadriel. And they would turn to stone in the sunlight. But, as we have seen in this, they do not turn to stone in the sunlight. They just get bad sunburns. They just get bad sunburns. And are they trying to just make this a precursor? If, okay, if they already had a problem to where they, let's go by the show, let's go by the show. Right. If they already had a problem with coming in sunlight, they couldn't even do it. Why would it be necessary to make a curse to where they would turn to stone? You're beating a dead horse. <laughs> if you're lactose intolerant and you already have crazy diarrhea from milk, what does it matter if you drink it and turn to stone? <laughs> oh, Lord. Is this just a stupid reference to The Hobbit or something? Like I have no idea, man. I don't think they actually watched they said, the you movies know what? or read the books. They said, you know what? If they get in the sun, they get skin cancer. We might as well make it where they turn to stone. Mm-hmm. It's, this well, is as we saw ridiculous. in a part of this episode... The orcs, even though they don't like being in the sun, they can, can get be it. in they the can, sun. They can yes. do it. They had like, helmets on, but I clearly saw a beam of light no, hitting yeah, that one orc in we, the face. We saw one orc getting a, a huge beam of sunlight, like a sunrise sun type of sunlight, bright as can be, decking him in the side of the face. I mean, just all over yeah. his face. I saw full detail and everything. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, it hurts him. But he's not getting out of it. Yeah. So and he, he can had, be in and it. And it's not immediately turning. So remember in The Hobbit, 
when Gandalf slammed his stick down on the rock, and then the light just beamed on three full-grown trolls, and they instantly turned the stone. Yeah. That's because it's after the curse at Mount Doom. Well, why? But can't... here in the orcs, they they just for some reason, even though the the sunlight's hitting them, it Don't just doesn't even affect them at all. You know what I mean? Don't worry about that. Right. It's like a big problem that literally stopped them from coming out into that field. But one episode ago, it's like they have a little bit of a problem with it, but it doesn't kill them or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, they don't know what they don't know. You know what? They don't know what they're trying to do with that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't think they know what they're trying to do with anything. And the worst part is, is <laughs> I that, think they know exactly what they're trying to do with a few things. Yeah, with a few things, but they don't know what to do with anything else. <laughs> the worst part about it is that the orcs are good. They look good. Yeah, they, they sound look good. good. They everything about them is good <laughs> except for that. I think you can't do both. I think you can't. Fully give your attention to making a great story and focus at the same time on riding a certain wave. Yeah. You have got to be full Friday Night Lights, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Yeah. It's not clear eyes on this or full hearts. It's half eyes, half heart, (laughs) half vision on... Well, that might make sense in the story, but that ain't going to push the message we're trying to push. (laughs) Yeah. And And this episode was, (laughs) I don't know how to say this. I don't want to drag us into those waters on this podcast, but it's, it's dragged up in our face. (laughs) It's pretty much dragged us off the ship and and pulled us to shore. That's not the problem. The problem is it messes with the story. Yeah. It does not make it an easy well, it makes it not make sense. Yeah, it makes that's it conf- the problem. It makes it confusing. It muddles it up. It it one hundred percent does. Like if you want to have a message and you want to put that message out there, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you have established lore and a established story, and you're trying to intertwine a certain message you want to get across into a finalized story, but stay true to the story, it's gonna muddy it up. Where you, you're confused, you don't know what's yeah. happening, when and where and how and who and why. I think that's why there was no backlash to the Queen Regent. It would have made her look a little bit weaker if everybody didn't just go along with her plan to help Galadriel. Mm-hmm. It would have made her character look weaker. And that's, you cannot do that in Marvel or Amazon anymore. Mm-mm. You know That's, that's against kinda... the law. This kind of feels like a Marvel movie. It and looks I bet good Sauron and... is going to be a nice guy in this because that's the other role in Marvel and nowadays. Like humanize a Villains. freaking villain. Yeah. No, no, no. Like make them. Um, well, yes, but I mean, because you can do that like the Joker. I'm talking about making villains into good guys. Oh, yeah. It felt like they were trying to do that with the father. The almost, rule he is. Was, like caring for his work. I'm like, yeah. just make him a villain. The rule make is him... to make these certain people powerful, and villains are into good guys. Some people are just evil. Evil! Yeah, evil. <laughs> evil incarnate. Tesla. I'm 63 now, years old, and I want a Krabby Patty. Now, <laughs> like, it just. Some, some, Some people, people are, are bad people. Ivan yeah. Drago is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. 
I'm using him because he's one that they're making into a good guy now in Creed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Evil. I, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't want to see John, John Claude Van Damme, like, shaking hands with the good guys. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Well, it's like making... He's a bad man. It's like having Darth Vader do everything he did in A New Hope, and then in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back... All of a sudden, he's like being nice. And then later on, you figure With out no he had one. a drinking problem and went to rehab, and he's not accountable for his actions. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, he started drinking because he couldn't stand his appearance, Josh. And that's a disease. Mm -hmm. And he can't be held accountable for killing those younglings. Huh. <laughs> In yeah. the court of law. <laughs> Court of Galactic Empire. You know how I just said that as a joke, but I've actually seen roughly that in about three new things of villains. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do that storyline, you've got to do Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yeah. And you can't, like, you can't, like, condone their actions. You've really got to hammer down, like... They're doing bad things, but it's not necessarily because they wanted to. Yeah, it's like... It's like they were forced into it. You can yeah. be sympathetic and really understand why they did it and feel like you might have too, but... What it's he's not, doing is it's morally bad. wrong. It's mm -hmm. wrong even if you agree, you feel like yourself, like, he should have done it. It's just wrong. Yeah. And that's how you walk that line, and that line is gone, and that's what I'm trying to tie into this show. Yeah. Is that they're skipping... If there there's building blocks, it's, oh, they've passed a lot of building blocks. Straight up waved at him and say they passed by. <laughs> they literally built Rome in a day with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the Colosseum without the bricks, you know, like. Well, yeah. it's like it's like they show the building of Rome for like thirty seconds. And then we get a one-minute full view of all of Rome, and then we cut ahead to Caesar, yeah. Julius Caesar, talking in, the in a room. And you just say, like, <laughs> "Who's this guy?" It doesn't. We don't know what he, the greatness of him. And then we they, don't know how Julius Caesar. They never, and, they then they ju and then they jib him. Yeah, they they shiv him, yeah. and then you're like. Well, why did they do that? Do I, I don't care if they did it. Yeah, Are they reasoning? I didn't know how this guy got to power. I don't know how or what he did to warrant this. And then I don't know why he's even getting stabbed. And that's kind of exactly what it feels like with this show. It's the pizza without the sauce. Yeah. Actually, I, I just said that they... Um, how many analogies do <laughs> I have to make? They... Uh, <laughs> I just said a second ago. I just said that they set the uh, they didn't set these characters up at all, story wise. They didn't have any setup for any of these characters. But to be honest, they did. They set them up to fail. Literally, I, I, yeah. there's this show is so bad that they have set every one of their main characters up to fail. Like even if these actors did have good intention, which I'm sure a lot of them did yeah. and do, actually probably most of them. Um, all had good intentions, and they wanted to be a part of something awesome, being in the Lord of the Rings universe. Yeah, they wanted to and, be a part of something grandiose, and, something amazing. And the second magical. part is, the people that did the CG, and the shots, and the camera angles, their, and the and some talent, of the actors are so good. It's wasted. And it's wasted on terrible writing. The writing Awful is writing. 100% killing It reminds me show. of WWE nowadays. Well, yeah. It's so, awful. So... You say the writing is bad. It's atrocious. The two people 
that are in charge of this show, Patrick McKay and what was the other guy? I don't even know. Mm, doesn't matter. It's if awful. you go on IMDb, they have half of a Star Trek film. Someone else who was a genius took over to finish it. They have half of one credit on IMDb. And that's it. And you said you just said the writing is terrible, the character development is terrible. These two men have half of one credit. This on is a movie that they couldn't even finish. This is seventy five to a hundred million dollars an episode production. This is the biggest and, paid television show of all time. And I don't know what Amazon do you, was thinking. And do you know what uh, showrunners would have been interested in doing this? You could have got anyone, really. Yeah. You could add people quitting big projects to come do this. This yeah. is Lord of the Rings. Or, you know, you could add literally Peter Jackson wanted to be involved. But if you just want to say, forget that, you're living in a pipe dream. You still could have had anyone else. You could have had the Russo brothers. You could have <laughs> had... I mean, I would have called John Favreau and be like, "I know you're really busy with Star Wars, but like, do you?" I would have him do what, uh, oh goodness, Steven Spielberg did on Jurassic Park Three. Mm -hmm. Come in pre-production mm -hmm. and let's uh, run this through, and then you don't have to be part of it. Yeah. But we're gonna pay you and give you an executive producer. Well, do that with like John Favreau. Who mm -hmm. do that with the guy who did John Wick? Yeah, Man. Stahelski. I mean, anyone could have done better than this. Yeah. Even call for just a consultant role. Call Steven Spielberg. I think a janitor could have done better than. I this think they if <laughs> if you didn't want to hire some guy to take it all on like a John Favreau, I would have a thousand percent had, and this is common actually to have guys and say we're going to give you executive producer credit if you just be a consultant. And come and, and like look at this and read this and give me your notes. Call Spielberg, call Favreau, call whoever. Uh, uh, My God, yeah. you can't hire people that don't even have credits. Well, yeah. Listen to this. Amazon, right? Yeah, You're in charge of Amazon, right? Call and John Kransky. He works with them. <laughs> yeah, All right, so you're, you're in charge of Amazon. You're putting like, how much do they put? Uh, like... A billion dollars? Okay. In total. A billion dollars in total into a show. Who are you going to hire to run the whole show? Peter Jackson. I mean, Peter but Jackson, here's the thing. Yeah. But here's what Amazon thought. Let's, let's give it, it to these random people these random that nobodies. don't have any uh, credits Real to credits. their name, really. Except yeah, one and a half of one. If that. But they'll be complete butt kissers. I'm pretty sure when... That's what they wanted. I'm pretty they sure. wanted someone But who a could billion do dollars something. on the line. Yeah. A billion dollars. There's that, that's, a, that's a lot of trust. A lot of trust into someone who's never done anything. Well, when the show's really not about the Lord of the Rings and the source material, why would you hire someone that's going to buck you? Just hire someone that's happy to be there. Yeah. And it'll do what you Happy say. To get an opportunity. Peter Jackson day. would have read this script and this he would have agenda the line they were running, and he would have thrown it in the garbage. And that's not what they want because they want these people, whatever. And it's a shame because it looks. I could really break good. this microphone thinking about Peter Jackson being available, and he wanted to read the script. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, they were probably ashamed. 
Yeah, they were like, they were we probably can't, ashamed. We can't show Peter Jackson. Right. We can't. We can't show him this. I'd call Elijah Wood, have him be a consultant. I'd call Peter Jackson and Philippa Boyens and. Well, apparently Amazon's paying them to support the movie. Did you see all that? Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, we showed you the picture of that last week. They were. They all have the shirts of "We Stand Together," and then Disney wants to chip in. They're two cents, even though they're the most racist company in the, <laughs> in oh the my world. God. In the world. Yeah, hey, and if you uh, <laughs> think we're weirdos, just do a hair of research that is public on Walt Disney. Yeah. He's yeah. a, you uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say that one. He's a, just look it up, they did this little war in 1937. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, like... Legitimately, <laughs> but you can look that up for yourself. <laughs> There's a video of Donald Duck out there somewhere. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. isn't that a real video? <laughs> I think so. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. So. Yeah, and yet Disney is like we stand sin, together. Sins of the past don't matter if, as long as you're riding the right coattails to the right side. Remember. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I hate this world. <laughs> I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> This show has brought us down to such a, Unless you, a weird point. I honestly just want to go home and eat some pizza now. <laughs> I got some Amoris. Well, oh, I got yeah, you, oh, you, you got some like yeah. it, right? It's good, isn't it's it? It's very good. It's a little pricey, man. Yeah. I know. You get more pizza, though. That's what I and that about. Yeah, that's how I justify it. I'm like, yeah, it is, but you get like a bunch of pizza. Yeah. And like, it doesn't taste three like garlic. Slices will- Almost it's almost in. like I can literally taste the love in it, too. <laughs> you know how when you're eating a Tony's pizza and every now and then you get that taste of, like, God, this is a preservative piece of crap. This is cardboard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes when you eat a Maury's, like, you get a bite and you're like, oh, man, that was made today. Like, <laughs> That's fresh. Yeah. Uh, well, if a Maury's pizza is listening out there <laughs> sponsor this shameless time. at this point I, just want to, shameless. I would love to have a Maury's pizza oh we love pizza we're big pizza a local hey, a local pizzeria that you can trust <laughs> oh shoot we could have Capace Jim and <laughs> we're not we're not sponsored by them but we'd love to be yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I'm done talking about this unless you two have any more points to make. Oh, well, we do need to say that uh, this was a... No, this ain't kind of... I know. We were... <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so if... I hate this shit. We're so, we were so torn out of this that we didn't even bother setting up the for the YouTube uh, recording. It's audio only. This is going to yeah. be audio only. If you want to... If you're wondering why you're not seeing any... Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power on YouTube, that's why. It's because we're going to wait until the actual series is out. You're lucky that we're even doing this weekly now. A couple other big podcasts, the first three episodes, we're doing them weekly and have backed off. Mm -hmm. And are only going to do one episode at the end. Because they got bored. (laughs) Because they knew that it takes time like to watch it an hour a week and then to most people edit and that stuff. And they just knew like... This is not... It's a waste. Waste yeah. of time, man. Like, this show literally we're gonna is a waste it. of time we're for gonna, everybody. We're going to do it because we gave you our word. Yeah. And me and Josh love a chance to rant. Yeah. 
We love to argue. <laughs> and then you're like a you're like a glass half full kind of guy, and I haven't heard you say anything positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I try to be as positive and see the light and everything movies, as much as I can, and I mean that's got good shots. There's movies <laughs> out there that are look like they're made by homeless people, and you like them. What do you mean? How much was Saul's budget compared to this? That should tell you something. Oh, that, right that's a great point. It was yeah. like three million dollars. Three million on Saul, and it looked and the first one was yeah, so good. But you know good. why? Story. Yeah, the characters. story was good. I don't know why people. I don't think it's like been that. proved time and time again that like a great story can overcome production. Yes, but one hundred percent. A great production can't overcome a bad story. I'll tell you what. Write that certain down. Write that down. Certain video games can make a lot of money and be a lot more successful, but it, but that's because they mm-hmm. have they have a good story, and it's it's just a good story and people yeah. love it. That's, and so, certain games look like crap, but that story is so, so good. good that it's it's worth well, playing. That was what set uh, The Last of Us apart is that it was such a good story on top of such a great game. Yeah, and that's when you get a legendary game. And I wanted this to be... It, it looks legendary, but it's not. The Rings of Power, is. it looks legendary. It looks like a 10 out of 10, but it's not. I, it's I, it's uh, not I knew, even close. I knew after that first Super Bowl ad it put out, you two were in here crying, and I was crying for the opposite reason. I, knew, <laughs> I, I thought I knew it looked it beautiful. Over. I knew it Josh, those shots good. you're all about, you didn't get any of them in this episode. No, the one with the water destroying Numenor. It was awesome to see. And then that shot of yeah, the king. Anybody could have made the, that. That one didn't impress the me. The, be- the, best, the best shot to me was the Misty Mountains. Yeah, that was that was pretty. That was an amazing shot. The only thing that's even, not a lot, the only thing that's even a little bit keeping me like at all is maybe a little bit to do with the dwarves and their storyline with Elrond. But I mean, it's not like it's really keeping my attention. Uh, you but that's about opinion it. Of the rest one, of them. If we were just care. if we weren't doing the podcast, right? We would not be watching it probably. No. Well, here's the thing. I'd watch it at home if I was bored. The only reason why I would watch this is definitely not for the story at all, which I don't recommend watching it for the story. I'm the sick only, of this. Galadriel the only thing crap. I would be like is like. Uh, you know when you watch football highlights, yeah, you look I fast for the key forward, moments. I fast forward through the show and look for Sauron battle scenes, maybe Lady Galadriel. Well, you would have fast forwarded for two hours. We actually thought the Balrog was going to come out, but and I'd like did. to make this clear: I absolutely love the character of Lady Galadriel. <laughs> She's amazing. I'm talking about this one, this story. I still because it's like oh, yeah, I don't like Galadriel. I actually like. Her, mm-hmm. the real character. And the actress is not bad. It's just so yeah. poorly written. Whatever this is. I knew you'd be up here. Oh, you did? Well, the guards were ready to saw you in half. <laughs> yeah, she said that we have like a hundred guards out there waiting to just take you away. Take you to But she didn't somebody. see any of them coming in. Though. Yeah, well, yeah, and then the king went to say something, and then all of a sudden we're at the plant here, and we're best friends, and now we're going to war. Yeah, but well, they just ignored the king right there. To they war. 
Did they ever explain? I think they did. Well, they tried to explain what happened well, to the king, but it wasn't very clear. Well, here's the thing: we were also they so revolted on. We were so bored at that point. We yeah, we were talking. We were talking during this episode. Like, usually, what do you want us to do? No, Somebody's got to talk. No, look, <laughs> look. When we were watching, yeah. you know, usually what like when we're watching, we don't House even of the say Dragon, a word during. Maybe two things. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll crack it. It's joke usually like now and then. it's usually like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like we're It's like, usually like watching. oh my god or no yeah. or or when you watch that brother scene, Jesus. <laughs> and and here we were It's his uncle. And during this Her one, uncle <laughs> During this we were just talking about random crap. Yeah. We're just like we, I was watching I was some golf at, swings. Funny enough, we were talking about the Arkansas uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching it on my phone while we were watching this. I was, was watching so some golf swings. And <laughs> I was watching Thinking about my golf game. game. I was just scrolling through TikTok. I was thinking about some bit. pizza I'm going to warm up. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Any, oh, we got to go through. Well, you're going to wait till the very end. Me? But, yeah. Oh, yeah. What would you give this episode a, a rating? Oh, Lord. Do we want to do this? <laughs> yes. I, I do want to. Do I'll start. Because it deserves it. I'll give it a 24. What do you want from me? I'm I, hey, hey I, I, I agree. I gave the I last episode of House of the Dragon a 93. Yeah. Because I thought the chess playing was unbelievable i'm very hard to win over in shows and movies it's weird yeah I know. i'm very strict unless it's old well, but that's because i'm just 24 for me yeah all Wait. right so zachary 23 oh my god the only last thing, week you gave it like a 40 something the only thing that kept it up that numenorian shot the only thing that li <laughs> the literally only thing that kept this show alive to me in this moment with Elrond, the dwarves, Hogan. and the shots. Other yeah. than that, I don't care. The same with me. And I'm if Zachary gives something a 23, it must be garbage. <laughs> like I'm going to give this a 20. Oh, I gave it a 24. You got the highest rating. That's rare. Man, I just figured, Zachary, you'd come in here and say, like, Chase, you're just being retarded or, like, stupid. <laughs> like, this show is... <laughs> This show is good. It's actually good if you pay attention and whatnot. It couldn't but keep my attention. You're not going down that road. No, I'm actually worse off than you. Okay. Well, there you have it. There's, there's not much else to say on this. That's the end of that chapter. I'm actually surprised we got 46 so, minutes wait, out of this. I wanna, we I trashed talk it for 46 one, minutes. <laughs> I want to talk about one thing since we got all that out of the way. How what about, are your predictions? How about this? Maravan Church and Patty Church. That mm -hmm. why are they so far apart on the credits on the stunt performers? Because it's going by alphabetical and that's last, oh last and second okay. and first and. What third. are the stunt performers even? Oh, they're just in the orc suits. Okay, I was like, when you okay. use this much CG, is there any stunts? Yeah, um, CG no stunt work. All right, real quick, do you think <laughs> no. that Numenor is going to sink this season? Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't build anything in this show, and they showed you a vision of it happening, and I'm surprised it didn't happen by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was full on expecting. Thought. As soon as the tree started dropping those flowers, or those petals, yeah. I was like, the show's over. The show's over. Numenor is gone. And the first... Four episodes. The only thing they have <laughs> They're left... They're going to show the Balrog pretty soon. I was saying, uh, the only I, thing yeah, they have, have left to show... 
do you do you think the forge is going to be done by the end of the season? I don't know. I don't know what. I think they're going to fight Sauron by the end of the season at Mount Doom. <laughs> I think we're going to cover a thousand years at this pace. And they're going to skip half the battle and just show him getting his Yeah, he's shot. right. He's right. There's no hard foots in this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Him. And in the last episode, there was no... And these are an hour long... No one's like you know. What's they have sad no about constraints, that? and hey, we're like leaving whole groups out. You know what's sad about that? They were the most boring part of the episodes before, and this episode was more boring than any of the episodes, and they weren't even in and it. You know what else? Imagine is, if they were in it. You know <laughs> Storylines hanging in the you know, wind. <laughs> you know one one complaint that we have about House of the Dragon, at least at first. I know Josh, you have it more than anything. Is that it feels like it's stuck in one place, right? Yeah. It's like we don't have enough stories going on to keep us, like, you know, like what's happening everywhere. Yeah. Here we have so many stories and they're not even being used. And but with it's nothing not even happening. Helping. Yeah, nothing's helping. They have so show. many stories with nothing happening. And Game of Thrones, or uh, House, Ring, House, of, House the of the Dragon, <laughs> there's so much going on right now that uh, it's just. They it's like, they have so much happening in one spot, and yes. there's nothing happening in a lot of spots in this yeah. show. Oh, in my way, I I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know, Damon. I was thinking about it, and I actually Damon. started enjoying his character a little. Oh more yeah, me too. Because yeah. I started thinking about He's it. At, smart. At first, I thought he, he was a dummy. I still yeah. don't like some of the way that uh, George R. R. Martin writes some of his characters hey, because they're they built the character. They're they're like it seems like every character is like a they're trying to be edgy and psychopathic. Like they're, they're Targaryens. Really, they're, no, I'm talking about any character like Joffrey. Oh. Every one of them like are madmen. Ned is like the opposite. No, I'm talking about villains. <clears throat> Littlefinger. Yeah, I'm talking about villains. Littlefinger. Yeah, that's that's one. That's it. That's you think one. Otto Hightower is. Now, oh, I guess Stannis too. Stannis had it. Well, he kind of went crazy toward the end, but still. Cersei. But I started growing on him Cersei now. Cersei wasn't maniacal. She, you literally yeah. saw her like. Break. Cersei wasn't. Varys wasn't. Um, Peter Baelish wasn't. Otto Hightower isn't. Well, I'm talking about like a main villain. Cersei Lannister. Yeah, she was crazy. Well, yeah, but she she got you. You saw that begin to happen. That's all chess pieces. But it, yeah, not it, it, it was a slow. But I know, but it's burn. a slow burn. That's what I'm saying with Dame. That's why I changed my opinion on him. Dame wasn't slow burnt. It it just happened. Yeah, and I was like, well, if they would have built it up more, you know, we like could talk slowly, about this on so, Tuesday or Monday. But I just wanted to bring it up because like we got an introduction of um, a new villain here. Did and we? we didn't get any backstory on him. Neither, really. Not last week either. No build up. Uh, he just kind of shows up. It's Sauron. And uh, is he? But let's give him. Know. Let's give him a chance and see. I am giving if, him a chance. If the next episode, because he looks we're, cool. We're giving this show a chance by just literally watching the next episode. Yeah. Actually, we've given it like four chances now. This is the fourth chance. Yeah, and you know the three episode rule. You try a show for three episodes, and it's usually a good indicator. Yeah. And two episodes, we've done four, and had my last two grades were in the 20s. Mm. That's an F. Failure. I mean, I've just literally been halfing everything. It's like it started off, you know, decent, then it got worse, and then it got worse, and then it got worse. And, like, I just see yeah. this trend slowly going down, like... 
Well, At here's some the point, thing. It started out as lines. like 70s and 80s, and now it's down, and then it got down to 60s and 50s, and now it's down to the 30s and 20s. I've thought about this show for over two years, and it's almost a weight off my mind that I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's like they did it, they ruined it, pulled that Band-Aid off, and they did they ruined it quick. Yeah. Just ripped it off. Uh, you know what would have really been better? If they just released it all. They may the as well. The other one, we're going to have to sit and worry for 10 years whether yeah. they're going to mess it, it up again. Josh make, brings <laughs> up a good point. At this at this stage, just release all the episodes. Just get it over with. Yeah. No one cares, really. I mean, that might be the best way to get people's interest because people already stopped watching it. Here's the thing. People have already stopped watching this. So, yeah. you're just like, you're, if you couldn't grab them in the first two episodes... It's not looking good already, and if you can't grab them in the third episode, then you're, you're finished. Like, that's yeah, the third strike. They're not tuning that's, in next week. That's literally the third strike. But well, if, I'd say episode four would be the third strike, because they released two the first week, uh, one the second, and one the third. So we're on the fourth. So this is the third strike. And if you can't grab them in the first three weeks, then, then the show's dead. Like, it's literally dead. No one's going to tune in next week because they don't care. And to top that off, if Whereas they were... if they would have just dropped it all in one spot, people could have just binge-watched it and been done with it. Well, yeah, it, but it also know? could help the story. Now, I'm not saying that this story is perfect in any way, but if you were to release the whole season at once and we watched it all beginning to end, it may feel like it makes more sense. Yeah, because you forget half the stuff because you don't no, care. If no, you actually no, cared, you'd we, remember. No, it's because we see what... What they what they're trying to build up and then what they pay off with. Well, well, yeah, that right now too. we don't know what's getting what's even built up to be paid off. Well, yes, that, but also come come at it at this point of view too. So you're right on that, but here's another side of that. So you're watching it week by week and you're bored out of your mind and you forget about what happened because you weren't interested. It was so boring that you quit. You you know you turned your brain off. Yeah. And then next episode comes next week and you start watching and you don't even remember what happened previously. If it weren't for the previously on Game of Thrones or Lost or Greatest of Power on Lost. Previously on Lost, you know. That's how if I it feel. For that that's how I feel right now. If it wasn't for that I'm previously, lost. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten it. I I would have forgotten half of it. It was that. Yeah, it was a week ago. Also, we got. Yeah. I thought it was funny that we uh, we crapped so hard on that ward in the last episode. In this episode, we got a half second shot of one. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. It's like they they knew All it was right. so bad they didn't even want to try and show any more wards. All right, y'all got anything else y'all want to add? No. no, that's I'm, it for me. I'm done. That's it. Well, tune in next week where we're gonna do another episode of the Rings of Power. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. On Monday or Tuesday, we're going to uh, do... We will. We will be. Fine. Yeah, on Monday or Tuesday, you're going to get another episode of House of the Dragon. You're going to get a full episode from Zachary and I on The Terminal List. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a full episode from me on Jason Momoa's C. You're going to get a Clerks Trilogy bonus episode from yours truly, me. <laughs> and in <laughs> November, you're going to get Amsterdam and December, Avatar... Two. Let's get in it. October, you're going to get a spooky-themed month with spooky game playthroughs, spooky movies, including the likes of The Thing, mm. Sinister, Saw, just to name a few. Yeah. Follow I'm us. a huge Saw fan. No. Yeah, follow us on Dumb Dominoes 
TikTok, Dumb Domino's Instagram, Dumb Domino's YouTube. Yeah. And that's uh, that's about it. That's about it. That's all mm -hmm. I got. That's, I, a, I, that's it. Yeah. That's a wrap. Bye, everybody. See you.